Hi, my name is Kayla and this is Feel Good Murders. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today we have a really well-known story, or at least I think it's pretty well-known. It is about the murder of Kathleen Peterson. This story is really well-known by the Netflix documentary, The Staircase. At least that's where I heard of it before. It's a really long docu-series on Netflix. I think it takes like 11 hours. So instead of you watching that whole thing, I'm going to try to give you as best of a summary as I can today. So let's get started. So this episode is about the murder of Kathleen Peterson or the death of Kathleen Peterson, but I am going to start by telling you about Michael and we'll get to Kathleen in a little bit. So Michael Peterson was born on October 23rd, 1943, somewhere outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So these days he is 80 years old, but when this case takes place, he is 60 years old. And I don't know if the last name Peterson is cursed or what, but if you remember, the very first episode of Feel Good Murders was about Lacey Peterson and her husband, Scott Peterson. So I don't know, but Michael Peterson, 60 years old, and a quick background about Michael, um, he went to Duke University and got his undergrad degree in political science, and he was also the president of his fraternity, Sigma Nu. And then after he graduated with his undergrad degree, he went to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, so Tar Heels, and that is where he went to law school. After he graduated from law school, he got a job for the U.S. Department of Defense, and his job was to research arguments in support of the U.S. military involvement in Vietnam. So working for the Department of Defense and having that job, I'm guessing he made a lot of money. So he's young, he's making money, and in that same year, he married a woman named Patricia Sue, and they had two children together, two sons named Todd and Clayton. In 1968, though, Michael commissioned as an officer in the U.S. Marine Corps and served in the Vietnam War. And fast forward to 1999 really quick, Michael at that time would actually run for mayor of Durham, North Carolina, and he would use his military background as kind of leverage. He said that he was awarded all of these medals. For example, he said that he had a silver star, a bronze star with valor, and two purple hearts. So... These are all really important medals, and the thing is that in the military, when you are awarded an honor or a medal, it is given to you in, in sort of a ceremony, but it is also on some sort of record. So it's not just handed to you and nothing happens. It goes on your record, on your kind of resume, you know? So the thing with Michael is that it seems like there was no actual record of him having received these medals. So... Sounds like he's saying he has them in his possession, but there's not really any record of it. So that kind of came into question later on. But he didn't end up winning the mayor election anyway. So back to 1960s, Michael and Patricia Sue live in Germany for a little while, I'm assuming from his military experience. And while they're there, they befriend another couple. The couple are George and Elizabeth Ratliff and their two daughters, Margaret and Martha. So at some point, George Ratliff passes away and it was really tragic for their family. So after that, the two families still continue to be close and sadly, eventually Elizabeth Ratliff passes away as well. So after George and Elizabeth Ratliff both passed away, Michael Peterson actually became the legal guardian of Martha and Margaret Ratliff. So he 
takes their two children as his own. So he now is responsible for his own two children with Patricia Sue and the Ratliff's children. Two years later though, in 1987, Michael and Patricia Sue end up divorcing. I suppose they couldn't make it work, but Clayton and Todd go to live with Patricia Sue in Germany and Margaret and Martha, the Ratliff's children, go to live with Michael in North Carolina. Eventually, the two boys would join Michael in 1989. Also in 1989, Michael met a woman named Kathleen Atwater. And let me tell you a little bit about Kathleen. She was born Kathleen Hunt in Greensboro, North Carolina on February 21st, 1953, and she was incredibly smart and successful. She was actually the very first woman to be accepted to the School of Engineering at Duke University. So Kathleen and Michael both attended Duke University. Kathleen's first marriage was to a man named Fred Atwater. That's how she went from Kathleen Hunt to Kathleen Atwater. And the two of them would not last long in marriage after Kathleen found out about Fred's affair. So they get divorced, and after that, Kathleen meets Michael Peterson. Michael and Kathleen fell in love really quickly, and they got married in 1997, and they became one big, happy, blended family. Kathleen was known as a prominent person in town, and Michael was a somewhat successful novelist at that point. He had written a few novels, and like I said, he was well-known enough to run for mayor. He didn't win, but he did run, so they were really well-known in town, and they must have made a lot of money because they lived in a big, gorgeous, kind of southern-style mansion. This mansion was over 9,000 square feet, five bedrooms, six bath house. It had a library, a game room, five fireplaces, and a grand piano in entrance, the whole nine. So they both had great careers, they had all of their children, and it was said that Michael and Kathleen were a really happy couple. A friend who knew them told CBS News that they were, quote, an extraordinary couple. They had all the appearances and the trappings of happiness, totally compatible with one another. Their seemingly happy, high-status life, though, would soon take a tragic turn. On December 9th, 2001, at 2.40 a.m., Michael Peterson found his wife Kathleen dead at the bottom of one of their staircases in their house. He called 911, and in his first call to 911, he is kind of famous for saying this line where he says, she fell down 15, 20, I don't know, stairs. And I think he kind of received some criticism for that, but I did listen to part of the 911 call, and he does sound really frantic, really worried, really distraught even. He did say that she was still breathing at that time. The call gets disconnected. He calls back, and then on the second call, that's when he says she is no longer breathing. So police rush to the scene, and when they enter the house, they do find Kathleen in the spot where Michael had described, but they also found her in a massive puddle of her own blood. So let's go back for a second, because when I read this, I was thinking, okay, where was Michael when she fell, and what the hell was he doing up at 2.40 a.m.? So according to Michael, he would later tell ABC News that that night they had watched a movie and then they went outside by the pool and were just chatting for a long time. They had some wine and Kathleen went to bed before he did. So when he eventually came back inside to go to bed, that's when he found his wife dead at the bottom of the stairs. So police asked Michael what he thought that could have happened. And he said, well, I don't know. I mean, she could have 
been intoxicated from the wine and she might have had some Valium, so she could have slipped and fell down the stairs. So Valium is a prescription drug that is commonly used to treat anxiety disorders. And from what I read about it, it sounds like a fairly powerful drug. It says that you shouldn't take it for long term. And there is a warning that says do not consume alcohol. Also, you're not supposed to eat grapefruit when you take Valium, just so you're all aware. So Kathleen was rushed to the hospital, but unfortunately it was too late and she did not make it. So if you're like me, you're thinking, okay, well, obviously Michael killed her. I mean, it's always the husband, isn't it? I mean, statistically speaking, if you're married, your spouse is the person who is most likely to kill you. And you know what? First responders were suspicious too. They had said that basically they felt like the amount of blood, because when they came in, I mean, it was a bloody scene, and they felt like that was too much blood for just an accidental fall down the stairs. But Kathleen's daughter, Caitlin, and her sister, Candace, both showed support for Michael. They were saying they don't think he did it. And, I mean, I should say they showed support at first. Candace changed her mind when she found out that Michael was bisexual. But Caitlin also changed her mind when she saw the results of her mother's autopsy. So as per usual, Kathleen's body was taken to the morgue to get an autopsy done. And toxicology from this exam revealed that Kathleen's blood alcohol content was 0.07. So that's not high. However, she did have between 5 and 15 milligrams of Valium in her system, just like Michael said she might have. I don't know what an average dosage of Valium is, but it is entirely possible that the Valium intensified the effects of the alcohol, so maybe she did slip and fall down the stairs because she was intoxicated. I mean, that seems reasonable, right? Well, think again, because after the postmortem exam, the coroner concluded that Kathleen's cause of death was blunt force trauma, and not the kind that could have happened from accidentally falling down the stairs. She sustained a lot of injuries, including a fracture, which I think was in her neck, and she had seven lacerations on her head. And what happened was that she had all of these injuries and she eventually died from blood loss. On December 20th, 2011, 11 days after Kathleen's death, Michael Peterson was indicted for Kathleen's murder. In a public statement, he said, quote, Kathleen was my life. I whisper her name in my heart a thousand times. She is there and I can't stop crying. I would have never done anything to hurt her. About a month after his indictment, Michael did post bail and he was released to await trial. So the Netflix documentary The Staircase started filming in February of 2002. And then finally, on July 1st of 2003, Michael's trial started in Durham, North Carolina. And the defense continued to push Michael's theory that Kathleen was intoxicated and she just accidentally fell down the stairs. The defense is saying that Kathleen most likely slipped on the stairs, hit her head, tried to get up, but slipped in her own blood and fell again, and that's where she died. That's the theory they put forward. And they did hire a forensic expert who said that in his opinion, the blood spatter was consistent with an accident or a fall. On the other hand, though, the prosecution's strategy was to cast doubt on Michael's credibility. They highlighted the alleged false reporting from his military career, like the medals I told you about earlier, and they attacked Michael for having, quote, 
a secret gay life. A man named Brent Wolgamott was brought to stand to testify against Michael. And this man was a former male escort who said that Michael paid him for sex multiple times. And in response to that, Michael said, well, Kathleen knew I was bisexual, which she did. And he also said, and she was okay with my extramarital affairs. So I don't know if I believe that, that she would be okay with that. But that's what he said. I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. So anyway, the trial went on for a few months. And on October 10th, 2003, the jury deliberated for four hours before finding Michael Peterson guilty of the murder of Kathleen Peterson, and he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. So Michael is found guilty, and you think we're done here, but we're not. So remember how Kathleen had a bunch of lacerations on her head? Well, about five years after the trial ended, on August 21st, 2008, a friend of Michael's named Larry Pollard, who was an attorney, held a press conference, and this is where he put forward the very famous owl theory. Yes, owl, like the bird. He said that those lacerations on Kathleen's head were consistent with an owl attack, and that Kathleen actually had microscopic owl feathers in her hair. So he's saying that she could have been attacked by an owl, and that's what made her fall down the stairs to her death. So this doesn't really do much for Michael's case, except it got a lot of media attention because obviously people had already heard about this case and now they're like, what, an owl did it? I mean, that's insane. So people really made a big fuss about it. A few years later in 2011, it was then found that the man who testified at trial about the blood spatter, the man who said that it was consistent with a fall, it was found that he misled both the judge and the jury. He exaggerated his expertise, and he gave misleading and even false information about the blood spatter. So Michael was then granted a new trial and was released from prison on a $300,000 bond and was sent to house arrest in his home with an ankle monitor. So Michael didn't end up having a new trial, though, because on February 24th, 2017, he entered into an Alford plea. And an Alford plea is essentially saying that he maintains his innocence. He says he didn't do it, but he recognizes that the prosecution does have enough evidence to convict him. So the judge sentenced him to 86 months in prison, but gave him credit for time already served. And since he had already served more than 86 months in prison, he was a free man. So Michael Peterson is now 79 years old and reportedly still lives in Durham, North Carolina. And according to ABC News, he did sell the house that Kathleen died in for $1.9 million. And according to Oxygen, when Michael moved out of that house and was looking for a new apartment for himself, he had one very specific and important request, and that request was that he live in a place with no stairs. So he found a place on the ground floor. So there's just one more thing I want to talk about. Remember Elizabeth Ratliff, their friend from Germany who passed away? Well, when Michael's trial started, the German police and the U.S. military police looked back into Elizabeth's death and exhumed her body for another examination. Now, Elizabeth suffered from von Willerband's disease when she was alive, and it was believed that that's what she died from. However, 
Elizabeth was also found dead at the bottom of a staircase. And the second autopsy that was done after they exhumed her body revealed that Elizabeth actually died from blunt force trauma, just like Kathleen. And her death was officially relabeled as a homicide. And Michael was never charged with Elizabeth's death, but it was brought up in trial because, let's be honest, it does not look good. And that is the story of the death of Kathleen Peterson. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and as always, I hope it distracted you from what you have going on in your life. See you next time. Be good and feel good. Bye!